0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter Podcast. I'm your host, Tom O'Shea, episode 87 or 88. We should know this. I don't know why we don't know this. All right, hold on. We'll find out for you. Here we are. 87, yep, I was right. 87, all right. Yeah, all right. 87, we are on episode 87, so 13 more, and we got 100, got 100, yeah, made it to 100 in season two, yeah, all right, so yeah, a lot of things, so I just got back from a high school basketball game, as you're, some of you already know, I film basketball for my all-modern normal community high school, and it was like a rivalry night, Um, and it was also like the last game of the regular season, too. Until the postseason or basically because in um, sports in Illinois, except for the exception of maybe football, everybody gets in no matter what your season is in the postseason. Like you could be 0 and 28 and still for your letter, win the state title and like something like basketball and baseball and win. Except those are the teams that usually get out first. Like they're the ones like say, Yeah, we're done. Yeah, if we can't even win a game in the regular season, we might as well just kind of just tank in the postseason too. But yeah. So finished out the year, I believe, 17 and 13. I believe I could be wrong on that. Yeah, in the regular season. So I mean, there were some highs and there were some lows, but you know, I mean, yeah, it was a pretty good team. Pretty good win tonight too, especially against a team like. Okay, it was eighteen. We're eighteen and thirteen. All right, in the regular season, I'm not sure what conference play is like. How many conference wins we have? But like in um yeah, so yeah, um we played West, which is somewhat our one of our arch rivals, them and Bloomington. I really love it when we beat West and Bloomington in a way because those are kind of like beating the be, be, beating some like the Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays, or uh, Orioles in a way. For if we're for the Red Sox in a way. Yeah. Although I feel like the like Bloomington high school is more like the Yankees in a way, but we'll talk about it. So anyway, so yeah, so they won and it was a surprising win too. I mean, we got out early to a huge lead and then we just never looked back. They did kind of creep back in, but in a way, I mean, it was to no avail. I mean, like, yeah, they did rule Like West has done really good in their conference, but I mean, Regular season or, like, overall record, they have not right. They're kind of like a 500 club in a way. So, it's kind of like – and if they would have won against us tonight, they would have, like, taken the, the Big 12 conference, which is basically the conference here for us in Illinois. Like, or our, our – or normal communities conference in a way. So, um, yeah. So, that was pretty good. Like, just seeing them win – or seeing a community just finish off the regular season with a dub before heading into a – um regionals and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not sure how far they'll go this or into the posting, but you never know. I mean, just at this point, just, just, or at least, well, you are you're automatically in, as I said, no matter how terrible or good or terrible your season was kind of way. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, beaten, like, that's what I mean. Beating West and Bloomington is like beating the Yankees in a way. It's just, I just love it when we beat these guys in a way. It's to the fact that like, I don't know. I feel like more Bloomington is more like, like Bloomington fans are more like Yankee fans in a way. It's just, they're, they cock, they're cocky. They feel like they're like, yeah, like my freshman year or so, like even like my first couple of years at community, they would have a chant every time they beat us. Like we're number one, we're number one. Like Oh my God. Why are you bringing up a freaking chant that was Popular in the freaking 70s. Man, that's that's why I mean, Bloomington, like Bloomington High School, really lives in the past. Wait, kind of like Yankee fans in a way. They love bringing up ri- rings. I love, that's why I mean, I love calling Bloomington the purple dinosaurs, except they're called the purple raiders because purple dinosaurs. I mean, it makes sense. Their colors are purple and gold, and they love celebrating championships when when they won them, when the time dinosaurs roamed the earth. Kind of like the Yankees, too. Yeah, no way. Like, Yankee fans, they love celebrating championships that they won, especially some of them that they won when dinosaurs were ruined the earth. <laughs> yes. 27 rings, bro. You are never alive for all 27 ring the, of those rings, you idiot. <laughs> you legitimate idiot. You are probably alive to see either one or three of them, you moron. <laughs> My God, Yankee fans are the worst. Like just the fact that they haven't won since 2009 or even gone to the World Series since 2009. They've gone. Yes, yeah, I said they've gone to the postseason. But every time defeat, 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 defeat. And a couple of those times they lost to us. So suck on it. Yankee <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was about to say they chirp at us for like how sometimes like we have like the most last place finishes in this decade. But here they are like they make the postseason every year. And somehow they do not get a ring every time. They they just don't. Like, at least we won two World Series championships in those 10 years. So, yeah, shut the fuck up, Yankee fans. Yeah, sh- yeah, seriously. Asshole fans, seriously. I hope they never win ever again. I just hope they never do. <laughs> just for the fact that it would just be hilarious. Like, yeah, make them have their own curse. Yeah, really. Yeah, them and Bloomington fans, they're, yeah, they're just, yeah. That's why I love it every time. At least for community playing Bloomington or West, I love it every time we beat them. It's just the greatest feeling, especially in basketball. Something like that—that's just the greatest feeling. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So let's get so let's get into the Red Sox news. Yeah, because yeah, today as it is opening day for Division One college baseball for NCAA. So, um, and my and our favorite baseball team, Wright State, there are supposed to play in literally. 27 minutes so we better like kind of start getting rolling a little bit too but like i don't know we probably might miss like the first pitch but because they're playing in hawaii against uh, hawaii so yeah yeah all right anyway so let's get into the new sale so you know this week on tuesday pitchers and catchers reported at least for the red sox or at least for most teams like everybody was starting to report today i mean pretty much everybody is reported now especially since the guys like some of the guys who are possibly going to be taking a part in the world baseball Classic. who want to get there early and start kind of like get loose and stuff like that especially for spring training and uh, for most of some of these guys for the world baseball classic so yeah as i said tuesday pitchers and catchers report but there were some guys that I said like yoshida verdugo who came into camp looking good he looks really in shape apart from when he came to camp last year where he might've been a little out of shape, but that's kind of how core kind sh- called him out at the end of the year. Kind of like, you're not really helping us out if you're like coming into camp, like kind of like a big fat. So, which I don't think he was, but like he did come into camp, like a little chubby, chubby, but yeah, he looks good now. He really looks like he has really gotten in the shape and like, he is really, yeah. So awesome. Yeah. seen Yoshida like in Red Sox uniform, Seen Justin Turner. Uh, playing first base that's kind of cool to see yeah mm-hmm. like holland's like my nephew holland he would say yeah yeah <laughs> except they say no a lot of times yeah <laughs> so yeah i told him that i was like making a puzzle like of a uh, fenway park and he loves now making puzzles now like that's kind of like his favorite thing or one of his favorite things that and like Loving, like, baseball and basketball in a way. But, like, he loves making puzzles. I told him, I'm making a puzzle of Fenway Park as i like, baseball and stuff like that. Puzzles? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he loves saying no a lot. Especially since he's two. Puzzles? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, we got a little announcement. And final thoughts. Yeah. But we'll wait until final thoughts. All right. So other news. Looks like the Red Sox did make a signing, although it, it wasn't an infielder. But we did bring somebody back. Yeah, this time we did bring somebody back this time. Yeah. Apart from uh, Raphael Devers. But still, that was the extension. That was really bringing somebody back. That was just like just extending him for 10 more years. Yeah. Anyway, so we did sign, re-sign somebody. Um, it what, um, wait. So we di- it was an infielder, but we didn't, like, sign someone like an Elvis Andrews, uh Jose Iglesias, or a Josh Harrison. We did sign U-Chain back, so he is coming back to the Red Sox. And I believe the deal is a one-year, and I believe $850,000 deal. So it wasn't really that much. It was kind of, like, just like, yeah, I mean, I mean. Just for the fact that we just have more infield depth and stuff like that. And to the point where, like, if something like Trevor Story does come back, then maybe we'll just, yeah, like, maybe, like, kind of, like, DFA and stuff like that. But for now, you're on the team. Yeah. So, yeah, as I said, one-year deal, $850,000 contract. All right. That kind of makes sense a little bit, yeah. But... Although it does kind of does make it sound like that, this is kind of it for the offseason season for the Red Sox. I feel like they're not going to make any more moves as of now. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't hate it, but I don't I don't love it, but I don't hate it either. I mean, it. I mean, you kind of do have to put some outfield or infield depth. And as I said, if Trevor Story does make a best case scenario, make a recovery from his UCL surgery and is able to return to the team, like the second half of the season or so, then you could just like DFA uh, Yu Chang. I mean, at this point, it's just like just like just kind of a deaf signing and just something like kind of like just hold down the fort until possibly Trevor Story can come back in a way. But it's kind of looked like um, Heim Bloom did have a press conference uh, to start spring training when everybody reported. And it looks like he did cover some stuff, or like said, um. Well, at least I think uh, actually it was Cora. Never mind, I, I was wrong. Cora did have a press conference. All right, so he did say that uh, Chris Sale will throw a bullpen tomorrow and live PP next. Uh, sale's recovery is so far; it's so far seems going to be or seems to be going very well, and should be ready for uh, spring training. So, all right, at least for that late. All, right. all right, yeah. Because that's the one person you do have to realize if this starting rotation is supposed is going to be successful, Chris Sale has to be healthy. He has to literally be healthy. And I really want this guy to really be healthy just for the fact that like we gave this guy an extension and so far this um, contract extension has not gone off for swimmingly. So hopefully we can just at least salvage at least one more year with the dude or yeah, and maybe this might be another, like, prove-it deal. Like, just kind of like just one more year. Hey, I could still do it. I'm still one of the top pitchers in this league. Or basically one of the, like, um, kind of one elite pitchers of this league. Possibly a Hall of Famer in a way. Let me prove it this one more year of this contract. to See, I still have it in a way. Because he isn't really getting older. He's, like, the, around the same age as my sister in a way. And usually when you start heading that age, um, that's kind of when, yeah, like kind of like a little bit of the later years of your baseball career. So yeah, that's when you kind of start becoming the Yeah. Senior citizen in a way. Yeah. Or midlife. Yeah. Mid Mid life in baseball in a way. So, yeah. All right. Another thing, uh, he did say, core did say that, uh, Aurora is pro- will probably be your starting second baseman, like primary starting second baseman. All right. I don't hate that at all. I really don't hate that at all. I mean seriously, I mean I really do love a Royal. Yeah. yeah. And then also lastly, he did say James Paxson, he he is a healthy to participant, the starts spring training and he will be ready for the season. Yeah. So all right. Okay. Yeah, first time in like since 2020. All right. Let's see if that will happen. All right. All right. Hmm. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. All right. So, um, we, oh, yeah. Up next is the rule changes. So, the MLB announced some new rule changes heading into, um, 20 or, uh, 2023. And I was going to say something about this, um, last episode where we ran out of time. So, I just wasn't able to, like, say anything. But there is a new, uh, rule for pitching. All right, wait, wait, this is the wrong, all right, hold on, wrong, yeah, wait, wait, what oh, crap, where is it, oh, here we are, all right, here's the pitch timer, all right, so, uh, pitch timer, um, base is empty, it's 15 seconds, runner's on 20 seconds, and then between hitters, it's 30 seconds, and then pitch time, it, uh, well, actually, the violation of the pitcher violates this rule, it's an automatic ball, but if a batter um, violates this rule, it's an automatic strike. And this is for the pitch timer. And there's a lot of like a lot of these guys like they have to like um um for like the pitch cock too. I mean uh Louis or uh, Luis Garcia like or who pitches for the Astros, he does that like rockaby baby kind of motion before he pitches. He now has to get rid of it now or at least find some other way of like learning how to pitch that way. I think Kenley Jansen now has to learn something because he likes to like step back before he froze or uh makes the wind up and the delivery. So now he's gotta figure it out too. But I feel like they'll figure it out in a way because they do have spring training. Although Kenley Jansen does have to take part in the world baseball classic. He's playing for Team Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah. Because the island country that he comes from is still a Dutch colony. In a way I did that's why Bogarts has to go play for uh the or the Netherlands because Aruba is still apparently a Dutch colony. Yeah, I didn't know there were colonies. Yeah, really. I thought we got rid of all those. I thought Imperial. Yeah, whatever. All right. Anyway, okay. All right. Oh, yeah. There is a uh, new rule to a best, especially with pickoffs. So, apparently, I feel like they got like a couple of chances. Like the pitcher can like throw over a couple of chances, a couple of tries. But if, like they go over a certain limit, then it's an mag box Good lord! and what are these weird, weird ass rules? <laughs> I mean, works for us if we're on offense, but still, I mean, oh man, on defense, what, what the? Legit... I know this is coming from a, this is coming from a commissioner who has never played a day of baseball in his life, and here he is, like this is a nerd making these rules. Oh my lord! Mm-mm-mm. Also, um, also too, um, the runner on second that the start extra innings, that's still going to be a rule heading into this year. Yeah. And oh yeah, pitcher or position players. Also, I did hear a rule about this too. They can pitch unless if it's like a blow or something like a blowout or like extra innings, like they're they have like, there's a certain rule where like that, I didn't have a problem. Like, I knew, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Pitch, I feel like position players shouldn't really pitch. But I thought that was a weird. But then learning about it, I thought, okay, this actually does. is a great strategy because it does save on your bullpen, especially if you're getting the crap kicked out of you. I mean, might as well throw um, (laughs) a Royal in the pitch if if we're getting the crap kicked out of us. I mean, might as well just save on our bullpen. Just give some, some rest for the next day and stuff like that. All right. looking at the bases. Somebody was making a joke earlier. So we do get to see what the actual side new size of the bases look like. On fire All right, here we are. Cuz somebody did make a little bit of a roll. All right. Yeah, so it is like so it's like larger now. Yeah, so yeah, really yeah. Although did somebody did kind of make a joke little like a uh, picture like that it's like it looks like an actual boulder like it if you see a picture like know what i'm talking about it looks like that i thought that can't be right there's no way that base is that big but yeah fox uh and will be uh and will be on fox did post an actual picture of the actual size okay yeah that actually yeah it's a little bigger i mean it's a little bigger than like the usual like bases but yeah i mean had yeah, what they were making it sound like it sounded like they actually put like an actual big boulder or something like it was like the basically the size of this desk right here that I'm on. This desk, this this desk, I'm trying to say desk. It's the Asperger's, folks. <laughs> just deal with it. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I'm trying, just bear with me, folks. I'm trying to. Yeah, all right. So let's talk about Duke. Duke Castiglione's comments about uh, Kike. If you don't know who uh, Duke Castiglione is, he is like a media personality in Boston. He used to work in New York, and also he is Hall of Fame Red Sox radio broadcaster's son, Joe Castiglione, or the son of uh, Joe Castiglione, as in, yeah, Red Sox uh, Hall of Fame uh, radio broadcaster and stuff like that. So, yeah. So apparently he made a comment, like it was like during a press conference with the Heimloom, he says, do you think that uh, Kike is cut out to be either the leader or shortstop for the Red Sox? Like he was saying, like comparing him with the Bogarts and Kike and stuff like that, saying like Kike was not an all-star, Xander was and stuff like that, he won gold gloves, Kike didn't, and I mean... I don't know. I, I don't know how I felt about that. I mean, I do like uh, the Castiglione's, but still, I mean, I'm not sure what Duke was trying to get there. I really wasn't. I don't, I don't know. And here's the thing. You don't have to be the best player on the team to be the leader of the team, in a way. And heck, going back to 2013, especially since we're about to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of that championship squad. There are a lot of leaders on that team, and they weren't even that good of ball players. Heck, they were kind of like average, below average players. But you know what? They came up big. Those are the guys you wanted in the clubhouse to create that culture, to lead the team and get everybody riled up and say like, hey, we can do this, guys. Let's go. And sometimes they did come up in big moments, especially in the postseason and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be an all-star or the best player to be the leader of the team. Although, however, though, I am kind of getting a little tired with these little Red Sox posting like all these KK posts and stuff like that in a way and making him sound like he is the face of the franchise. Ugh. He could be the leader of the team, though, but I feel like the face of the franchise right now is Rafael Devers. I mean, give it make that be the guy you just gave like a huge contract extension to this all season. Yeah, make him the face of the franchise. I'm just, I'm just saying. I love Kike, though, but in the same time, I mean, these posts are getting over over the top. Yeah, I was about to say, show other team, people on the team. Yeah, really. All right. I don't know. We might, like, all right. We'll go over the news real quick, and then we'll do a spring training, uh breakdown down the schedule, and then we will go to break and then do our college baseball segment and trivia pursuit, and then... Wrap it up with final thoughts. All right. Okay. So, Chris Sale's comments, he did kind of say, that like, he really wants to prove the doubters wrong and stuff like that. And just the fact that, um, yeah, just, like, say, hey, like, I mean, we do have a chip on our shoulder in a way. And we really want to go out there and, like, because we were, we're all upset about 2022 20, in a way. And we really want to do better in a way. I mean, in a way, I mean, you really can't hate that. I mean, in a way, I mean, yeah, I mean. I'm kind of in the boat too. Like, I really do kind of like a little bit this team too. I mean, as I'm saying, I'm not saying like the World Series is back or on or this season's gonna be so hunky-dunky. I'm in the I'm in the same boat as like uh, Jared Karapas in a way. Like he said on his podcast. I mean, I'm in I'm in the like we'll see in a moment because there are a lot of what ifs or like kind of questions with the squad. Like, well, if like if say like as I said. Going back to Chris Seals' comments, if he goes down with an injury, as I said earlier, then the the starting rotation is kind of screwed in a way because he has to stay healthy in order for this uh, starting rotation to be successful. I mean, there's questions about uh, Brian Bayo, too, which, by the way, he did uh, have like a, um, he was getting some uh, soreness in a, uh, his arm and stuff like that are like in his back. And so he like basically took off uh, throwing today and stuff like that. Hopefully it doesn't, it isn't anything major because I kind of do want to see Bayo in his first season as a member or a member of the Red Sox pitching staff. Yeah. He did kind of have a little bit of a bad last year, last year, but he kind of started figuring out at the end of the season. I will say this. He did train with somebody this past off season. Um, want to know who that person was? We had him as number two in our, uh, top 25 Red Sox in my lifetime. And yeah, yeah, it was Pedro Martinez. Yeah. Pedro Martinez was working out with him, trying to get him like into a better pitcher and stuff like that too. So I'm kind of interested. And you, I did hear somewhere, um, Spencer Strider, um, one of the, um, Atlanta Braves, like top pitching, uh starters or like one of their uh, starting rotation, like one of their young starter or starting rotation arms and stuff like that. He trained like he, a couple of years ago, he did have a bad, like a uh, couple of year, or a uh, starts the season or rook or um, debut and stuff like that. But then this past all season in 2022 it was kind of like during the lockout and stuff like that. He trained with uh, John Smoltz famous uh, Atlanta Braves uh, pitcher and one time Boston Red Sox at one point Um, kind of get him train and stuff like that. And Spencer Strider after that was basically like one of the best pitchers in like the national league or best young pitchers in the national league. So maybe Bayo training with a page, someone like Pedro Martinez might be actually a good thing. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. See also too about Garrett Whitlock. Will he be good as a starter? Like there's a lot of questions like Yoshida, will he be able to transition into the, um, or into a major league baseball now coming over from Japan and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, there are a lot of big what ifs and stuff like that. Yeah. There are a lot of big what ifs, and we'll see. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll go over the spring train schedule and then we'll go to break real quick and then we'll wrap it up with things because, yeah, we got to get, yeah, about to say, yeah, I mean, it's about to start in like seven minutes or so or seven or yeah. No, nine. Uh eight minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah, eight minutes. We're talking about right state. All right. We probably won't make it for first pitch. All right. Come on. Go now. All right. Spring training schedule. All right. So on uh next Friday, so a week from today, they will play uh Northeastern, which is basically kind of like a college expedition game. I mean. And then they'll play Atlanta, I believe, hold on. Yeah, against at the Atlanta Braves for, or a spring training facility. Then the next two will be at home at JetBlue against Tampa and uh, Minnesota, and then at Miami or at Miami Spring Training facility on the twenty eighth on Tuesday. Then against Houston at their place on Wednesday, the fir- March the first. The Phillies come to our facility on the second of March. Then the twins, we go to their uh, spring training facility, which is basically just drive down the, uh, yeah, drive downtown and stuff like that, or something like that. Then play the Astros, Mar- Marlins, and Tigers at home at JetBlue, at JetBlue between the fourth and the sixth of March. Then on the seventh of March, we play the Braves at their place, and then an expedition game on the eighth against Team Puerto Rico. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be kind of weird to face Kike, and yeah, about to say it will be kind of weird. All right, and then on the 9th, we play the Yankees at their place. On the tenth, um, against the Blue Jays at our place. On the eleventh, we play the Twin, or we play the Twins at, or play we play the Twins also back at their place at their spring training facility. And then on the twelfth, it's a split squad, um, day. Um, one squad will go to bo- or go to the. Orioles spring training facility and then the Yankees come to uh um our or, uh, at JetBlue and stuff like that yeah. And then on the 13th for the 14th we play the Tiger or the Blue Jays and Tigers at their respective places. On the 15th the Tampa Bay Rays they come to JetBlue and then on the 16th day off, And then on the 17th St. Patrick's Day the Atlanta Braves come to town at JetBlue Park. And then a split squad series on the 18th. Uh, one squad will stay at uh, JetBlue Park and take on the Orioles. And then one will go to the Tampa Bay Rays uh, facility and play their uh, play their team at their place. And then on the 19th, we play the Phillies at their place. Oh, and on the 20th, the Pirates come to our place at JetBlue Park. Oh, we might get to see Colin Holderman, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, he might be playing yeah, I've been seeing a lot of like he's like showing up on their pirates like a uh, spring training like videos and stuff like that. But oh, I know that dude. <laughs> All right. On the twenty first, we go to the Orioles spring training facility. On the twenty second, we go to the Twins train, spring training facility. On the twenty third, we go to the Pirates. So yeah, we go to Holdies. Uh, <laughs> we go to Holdies, Uh, spring training facility <laughs> in a way. Yeah. In the twenty fourth, the Braves come to our place. 25th, we go to the Tampa Bay Rays facility on the 26th, Minnesota at our place. 27th, the Braves at their place. And then wrap it up on the 28th at the Braves at JetBlue Park. And then on the 29th is an off day. We head back home to Boston and start our uh, three-game series against the Orioles on opening day. All right. So that's it for the schedule. All right. I'm sorry. I didn't really give it any times. I've just, yeah, just. I mean, at this point, yeah, all right. Pretty good. All right. All right. So we'll go to break and then we'll wrap it up with uh, our college baseball segment, our trivia pursuit, the answer from last week and this week's uh, question. And then with final thoughts. All right, we are back to uh, start wrapping up the show, but first, let's talk about our college baseball segment. And some as we already said, as you already know, opening day for Division One baseball, NCAA, is today, and we kind of gotta get re- or kind of like start wrapping it up because I kind of want to watch Wright State take on Hawaii in Hawaii. Yeah, hold on, what's this? Huh? Hold on, what's going on here? Yeah, what the legitimate hell is going on? Hold on, wait a minute, something's going on. Here. Oh, here we go, all right, yeah. All right. Yeah, internet's kind of cutting out a little, the internet just can't cut out a little bit, all right, so let's back up, all right. Sometimes it does that, like it basically like just shuts down for a little bit, all right. Okay, hopefully it this does not recor- affect the recording of this segment, because I'll be very pissed if it does. All right, I don't know, maybe, yeah, I don't know, yeah, all right, let's just keep... It did it again. What? Oh, here we go. Oh, my. Stop. All right. Anyway. All right. Right State, they take on Hawaii, and that game will be, like, starting, like, in a minute. Yeah, really. Yeah. So, that's why we'll probably, yeah, as I said, we'll probably miss the first pitch. So, yeah, but still, I mean, yeah. I mean, at this rate, I mean, we'll eventually get to see at least most of it, at least. But, yeah, that's what I mean. We probably should just start kind of start wrapping it up all right so they take on hawaii to open up the series just right now against yeah as a as in hawaii that will be a three-game series uh first game tonight and then a doubleheader tomorrow um so it's like six or uh, like uh five o'clock or five oh five uh central time for us and then like um 9 p.m eastern time or 9 p.m central time for the second game and then Sunday, they'll wrap it up with uh, the third game of the series against Hawaii, and then they'll go back home to Dayton, Ohio. Well, actually, they do uh, play another road series next week on Friday against Kentucky, game one. As I said, Friday at 4 p.m., which is like 3 p.m. Central Time, because, yeah, in Ohio, they're on Eastern Time in Ohio. All right. In Lexington, Kentucky. So that's it. So, yeah, that's why, I mean, we just went over the schedule because they just started the season, like, just a minute ago. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah, so really no score. So, yeah, so we can't give you score results. I'm not sure if they're ranked. I'm not sure if Wright State is ranked. Yeah, we won't go over rankings for Division I because, yeah, the season just started. But I did see that they are – Supposed to be uh, ranked number one in the preseason Horizon League uh, standing or rankings, which is Wright State's conference. Yeah. So, yeah. So they kind of are kind of I did listen to uh, the 11.7 podcast. You guys should give that uh, podcast a try. It's basically the like two Division One, uh, former Division One baseball players. That start their own podcast and just do nothing but just talk about division one baseball. And like they really go in depth, like some with some of these stuff, like their predictions for series. And they did pick Wright state to win the the horizon league conference and go into the NCAA tournament. So both of them did pick that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Central Missouri, our favorite division NCA division two team. How are they doing so far? Not good. They are not doing so good so far. All right. So last time we talked, they just lost on Friday, ten to eight, to Arkansas Tech at home for the home opener. What a way to lose on your, on your home opener! All right. They did play a doubleheader last Saturday. They took the first game in eight innings, so on a walk off, two to one. So pretty good, awesome. All right, get a win, get your first win at home for the season. All right. But then the se- oh well actually in the second game I should say in the second game they did win one nothing except it was in seven days I'm not really sure what was the reason why I'm not sure if there was like weather or anything yeah I don't know but yeah they took both games of that doubleheader on Saturday so pretty good but then to wrap up the series on Friday they did lose to Arkansas Tech in the finale nine to five yeah. Mm-mm. All right, and then they played another, started another home series today against uh Davenport, and lost five to one, or five to four. Yeah. yeah, and then they play again tomorrow, and I believe it is a three game series. So game or uh, this Saturday's game or tomorrow's game will be at two p.m. at home, and then uh Sunday's game will be at one p.m. Um, yeah, that's a central time, all central time. And then, on Wednesday, they play against Rockhurst at home. So that game will be at three p m. And then they start another uh, or they start another home series against a uh, co- well, actually, conference opponents open up the conference season against Northwest Missouri State. That game will be at a uh, three p m. Just open up conference play or m i a a play, which is basically their conference. I think it's something. Yeah, mid. Or I don't know. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't have time. Yeah, uh, we'll find out maybe next episode what that means, what the initials of that mean. You know what? Hold on. Maybe we. will uh, No, no, they just give you the initials. Okay, never mind. Usually they would like basically with some of these logos might have like actual like what MIA stands for. Yeah, it has maybe it has something to do with like Midwest or something like that. Yeah, because they are kind of technically in the Midwest. All right. And then somebody did open their season today. Um, one of our favorite division three. Well, we were going to originally have like one division three team or at least one team for each division. But I kind of got a little bit like a uh, swayed, as you say, by one of our former coaches or one of my former coaches from Heartland, who is now one of the pitching co- or the pitching coach, such one of the recruiting co- coordinators, for Augustana, and he basically messaged me on Snapchat saying, yeah, yeah, I like what you're doing. Can you put Augustana in us now? Yeah, <laughs> or Augustana, talk, talk about Augustana. I thought, okay, sure. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll say just so peace you. All right, so anyway, um, so Augustana, they opened up their season. This is Augustana, Illinois in Rock Island, Illinois, and They started the year off with a loss in the Rhodes Classic in Memphis, Tennessee. They lost to Wabash College 5-1. to You had to open up the season. Yuck. Nope. All right. We cannot have that. All right. All right. And then tomorrow, they play against Rhodes College um, in Memphis, Tennessee. A second game of that Classic for them. Uh, that game will be at, I believe, 2 p.m. or 2 p.m. Central Time. Yeah, because Memphis is on Central Time. Yeah, that's kind of the part of Tennessee that still is kind of part of Central Time in a way. And then on Sunday, they'll play against uh, Wisconsin-U-Claire. U- I I'm hope I'm pronouncing that right. U-Claire. And that will wrap up that classic for uh, Augustana. That game will be at 10.30 a.m. Man. And for me, well, we played some games, like, sometimes, like, 8, 8 o'clock in the morning, like, in college. But that was, like, mostly in Florida and stuff like that. That wasn't like, yeah. I don't know. We did actually play an actual early morning game, like, at home at one point. And that was like, yeah, that was just like, I mean, it was nice to just get done early and stuff like that. But still, I mean, that was like, yeah, you really had to get up extra early to, like, actually play this game. All right. And then, all right, as I said, going back, so Augustana after uh, the after next week or on next Friday, they'll come back and play against uh Illinois College in Jacksonville, Illinois. Yeah, that game will be at 1 p.m. Central Time. All right. So that is it for Augustana. Oh, wait, wait a minute. We forgot about uh we forgot about something. Oh yeah, we forgot. Uh, you know what? Maybe we'll just yeah, just never mind. All right, maybe we'll talk about rankings next week. Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, crap. Yeah, we forgot about that. Yeah, at least for Division Two. Crap. All right. Never mind. All right, just move on. All right. So Tennessee Wesleyan, our favorite NAIA school, which is basically like, um, as you probably some of you already know, it's like it's basically NCAA, um. League, But, like, these are mostly four-year schools, but they don't want to associate with the NCAA. They're mostly religious schools in a way, and they just form their own, like, kind of, like, four-year school independent kind of league in a way. So, yeah. All right. So, all right. So, last time we talked was sat- or last Friday. They played against uh, – played a doubleheader against uh, Northwestern Ohio, and then they finished off that series on Saturday against – that same opponent, Northwestern Ohio, and one in 10 innings, five to four on a walk-off. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. And then they started conference play this week or today against Truett McDonnell or Truett McConnell University at home in Athens. And they are still undefeated in regular season play or in overall play and got their first conference win of the season. One-nothing victory. And then tomorrow they play a doubleheader against Truan McConnell, also in Athens, Tennessee. Game won't be will be at noon or like eleven o'clock a.m. my time, and then game two whenever, like thirty minutes after the the first game, maybe. That's usually how we do it, like thirty minutes after the first game. Yeah, so maybe start this conference or conference play undefeated. We'll see. I don't know. I might have just jinxed you guys. I don't know. Hopefully not. All right. All right, Florida Southwestern Baseball. So right now they're at. Oh, we forgot to talk about the records, too. So they're seven and six right now. And I believe, as I said, Central Missouri is like three and five. Yeah, I forgot to talk about that, too. Sorry. All right. All right, Central Missouri or uh, Florida Southwestern or a state. All right. So they played against. Uh, East Georgia or, or East Georgia college last Friday and lost five to three. So not great in kind of like a round robin or something like that. Like they kind of like played some kind of tournament in Pacala or Pacala, Florida. And then they played against Florence uh, Darlington law or lost in five innings in a blowout 12 to one. Not great. I thought it was 16 one. I think it might've been 16 one. And then Sunday, they play against East Georgia again, but won 18 to 9. And then they start and they open their or uh, had their home openers this week against Inspiration Academy. Inspiration Academy. I think I did hear something that this actually is the first time they've actually played on their actual campus. And I think since the school's history, maybe, or like for a while, I believe. Yeah. And. They got and they won in epic fashion, eleven nothing in seven innings in a blowout. All right, get it done early. All right, and then today they play against a Pasco Hernando State, also at home, and won seven to six. All right, pretty good. And then they play against a Pasco Hernando State College again tomorrow, but they have to go to their place to play this game. And then yeah, and also play a doubleheader too. First game, one p.m. Eastern time, twelve p.m. Central time, and then. Uh, Game two, 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. Eastern time and then 3 p.m. Central time. And then Tuesday, play against uh, St. Peter's College um, at home, 2 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Central time. And then Wednesday, A3 Academy. (laughs) All right. That game will be at 2 p.m. Eastern time, 1 p.m. Central time on Wednesday and then Friday. Polk State College at their place in Winter Haven, Florida. Um, one p or two p.m. Eastern time, one p.m. Central time. All right, is that is it for the southwestern. Yeah, all right. And then Harlan they open up their regular season play, um, at home against uh, a Car- Carl Sandburg College. And I don't want to tell you what the score of this game was. Was it um nine nothing five three. Brace yourselves for the score, folks. They won against uh, Carl Sandberg College, twenty-one to three. Beat down. Yeah, I was about to say, is Carl Sandberg just that bad, or what? The or are we just that, or is Harlan just that good? Huh. Yeah. Well, they were. I did see they were ranked up preseason wise for JUCO Division Two, I think fourth in the nation. So yeah, this team might actually be pretty good. I don't know. Yeah, all right. I don't know. Don't take too much in the preseason rankings, but still, I mean, yeah, I mean, a little encouraging. Yeah, all right. And then the next time they will not play again until next Sunday against a doubleheader against a Illinois Valley Community College. All right, so that game will be at 12 p.m. Central Time and then 2 p.m. or that second game will be 2 p.m. Central Time. Yeah, All right. Good, very good, very good. All right, all right, and then Tyler Junior College, and we'll start wrapping this thing up. All right, uh, where, where, all right, all right. Let's see, so last Sunday, well, actually Friday, I should say, yeah, Friday. We forgot, to yeah, we kind of forgot to talk Friday. Yeah, that's right, we did record on. Oh, uh, darn. All right, shoot, we forgot. All right, yeah, we forgot to talk about Friday scores for some of the other teams. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is right. We did record on Thursday because, yeah, we had something going on last Saturday. All right. All right. We'll do it right for Tyler Jr. College, and we'll do better next week. All right. Um, Tyler Jr. College, they uh, played on Friday against Bling College, and unfortunately lost 7-3. Then they played later that night, like really like around 940 at night. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Something went wrong in one of the first games, and we didn't really find out until like, yeah, later on the night. Um, and then we find out later on the morning that they played against a uh, Wharton County junior college and one in 13 or one 13 to one in that game in five innings. All right. Pretty good. And this is in the Brazardo's, uh, Valley tournament. And then they p- wrapped up that tournament on Saturday against Howard college. No, no relation to Howard, Howard university. This is a different, yeah. All right. And won that game 19 to nine in seven innings. To wrap up that tournament, and then they played um, a home game against on Wednesday against Bling College and lost five to one. So right now they are currently five and five, so at five hundred, all right. And then they played this weekend against uh, a or Brat or Brazars Parish Community College away at their place. First game will be at one p.m. Central Time, and then. 3.30 30 Central Time for the second game. All right. And then Monday, that game, they play against uh, Baptist College in Eastfield. Um, nine in a game, and that game will be at noon uh central time. Then Wednesday, man, Northeast Tech or Northeast Texas Community College. First game, 1 p.m., third game, um, 3 30 p.m. Central Time. All right, and that is about it. All right we forgot about Friday's scores for some of these teams, man. We are. Yeah. That really, yeah. That really kind of did mess things up a little bit too. Having the record earlier. Yeah. I, I kind of just want to get to bed early and get to uh, the school or get to the school because I had to work overtime on uh like they had something going on last Saturday and I had some kind of like, yeah, like Pinewood Derby car kind of. Yeah. So we had to record early because I didn't want to be up all night. And by the way, We did find out that that is the longest episode in uh, the podcast's history. So, yeah, we did break a record last week. All right. Two hours, I believe. It was two hours and 18 minutes, I believe. I'm not sure how many seconds, so we should have written that down. But, yeah. So, yeah. but anyway, we did break the record for the longest episode in podcast history. Or well not po- in this podcast history, not in pop. I think it's like 24 hours, like the actual uh overall podcast record, like doing a podcast for 20. 20- That's like doing a podcast the entire day. <laughs> There's no way. Oh 24 hours? There's no way. Oh no. I I could not do that. I really couldn't. Yeah. All right. So the po- all right. So the trivia pursuit. Um, results from last week. So, who leads the or Red Sox career franchise record for RBIs? All right, let's go to those results. And this is and these results. This part of the results come from Twitter. All right. So, fifty percent of you said Ted Williams. Fifty percent of you said um, Carter Strzemski, and then zero percent of you said. Jerry or Jim Rice or Dustin Pedroia. I mean, you're right. Oh, well, um, yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Sorry. Yeah. All right. So the Instagram poll that I took on um, last or last Thursday. So 40% of you said uh, Ted Williams. Um, 33% of you said Carlos Tromsky. 13% of you said Jim Rice, and then seven percent of you said Dustin Pedroia, and then a hundred percent of you are like at least one voter uh, on fa- on our Facebook poll said Carlos Stremsky. I'm here to tell you now that the actual career um, holder for that record is Carlos stromsky Yeah, so the people who voted for Ted Williams, you are wrong. Yes, you are very wrong. It, it yeah, as I said, it is Kyle Yastrzemski who holds the career record for RBIs in a career. Yeah. yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could see that too being maybe Ted Williams, but still, I mean, he didn't really. Yeah. All right, so Yastrzemski had like 1,844 RBIs in his career as a member of the Red Sox. And Ted Williams came in second with like one thousand eight hundred thirty-nine. Come on, guys. Come on. You're making me be ashamed of being a Red Sox fan. Come on now. Come on. All right. So our next question, who – Right, so who holds the record for most stolen bases in Reds in Red Sox franchise history for the for his career? I'll give you options: Harry Hooper, Jacoby Ellsbury, Dustin Pedroia, or Mookie Betts. All right, we'll give those results um we'll do it on like our twitter and instagram and stuff like that and facebook too we'll put that result up as soon as possible i don't know do we have time i mean i don't know maybe we'll we'll go to break and then maybe wrap it up with final thoughts because there are a lot of final thoughts i kind of want to get over or get to first before we kind of start kind of like yeah because i i don't think we can get even though we do have like literally 9 minutes i just i feel like these final thoughts might be too long so we'll Go to break real quick, and then um, wrap it up with the uh, yeah, yeah, with final thought, or with final thoughts. All right, don't go anywhere. All right, we are back to wrap it up the show with final thoughts. All right. So anyway, I did see something. Uh, I forgot to mention this on um, news of the week. So Chris B- Catillo of Mass Live, who Jared Caravas loves. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he reported earlier this week or today that um, Nick Pavetta, like he hasn't really been feeling himself lately. So he's slowly trying to come back from an actual um, illness. Well, it's kind of looked like he, uh, yeah, he had to like a get or basically ended training early today because he was still stealing, stealing with that illness that's kind of like stamina related it's not an injury but like it's like kind of like just energy and stamina and stuff like that and he did quote tweet around that same time that now he's not wearing a mask in the clubhouse or has been wearing a mask in the clubhouse all week oh man what the Hmm. crap I don't know. Like, yeah, that's why I mean, having Bayo and like, uh, with soreness and now, uh, Pavetta with this, uh, illness. I mean, this is, I don't know. That's why I mean. hopefully we get him back in time for like, start for like, at least, yeah, I was about to say, will Pavetta be able to take part in Team Canada now? I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully you, that's what I mean. You should be concerned about the guy's health. I mean, yeah. Hmm still i mean and also have him ready for opening day too it's just yeah Man, yeah. what's going on well i feel like yeah that's what i mean i feel like it's nothing or hopefully it's nothing serious right now but hopefully they'll take it care care of before the start of uh opening day right. let's talk more about this evan drug news hmm So, apparently, he's still accusing us of uh, 2018. Apparently, we cheated. And apparently, the MLB just basically let it happen. Oh, but he also said the Dodgers in 2018 were kind of cheating, too. Yeah, and I did, I did see, that's what I mean. What the, what a legitimate little weasel. Shut the hell up, you little weasel rat. It did I did see something earlier this week that the Dodgers were investigated just like the Red Sox in 2020 or 2020, but they found just like the Red Sox found really nothing. Any really any wrongdoing whatsoever. Just, I mean, there were kind of some shady stuff, but I mean nothing. I mean, that's what I mean. We're now starting to find out that other teams around this time, just like the Astros in 2017 and all this around. Or around this time, around this time, yeah, other teams were cheating too. It wasn't just the Red or the Astros, the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers. Other teams were doing it too. I heard the Rockies had a system. I heard the Brewers had a system too. I heard the Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers had a system too, and the Royals had. Everybody was doing this. I had some way of electronically getting signs. I mean, they're acting like this is a new thing. I heard somewhere too that this was this electronic sign stealing thing actually has been allowed a lot longer than we actually know. And I'll give you a story. And this is from um baseball doesn't exist videos. Yeah, it's like it's Joey from uh baseball is dead. So apparently he does his like on the side does like a or a YouTube uh, video and stuff like that. Like he basically talks about topics in baseball. No, haven't really known about like some players, some topics. And stuff like that. And he did a video on cheating in baseball. And he talked about, like, went into the sign stealing scandal. And, like, he said that this isn't new. They've actually found other ways to go back or, like, as far back to steal signs. So, what I'm saying is the Phillies had a system way back in the day where they basically had a person in center field and basically buried groundwired all the way down to the third base coaching box, which will electrically give uh, or electrically uh, steal signs, stuff like that. Or like they, like it will buzz every time, like they have to code to the sign from the pitcher, And like, they will see like when their third base coach was vibrating, like kind of like an earthquake or something like that. And one day, one of the opposing teams, coaches or players thought, okay, this is very suspicious. So he grabbed a shovel, went to the third base box and dug up, the actual device, and found it. Guess when, when this year happened, or when this happened. What year? 1889. 1889. Yes, so around the same time, Teddy Roosevelt and the Rough Riders were storming off San Juan Hill, and we were kicking Spain's butt in the Spanish-American War. Yes, this is when they were doing this. I mean, seriously, they're acting like, oh, back in the olden days, they never did this. Actually, they had ways of cheating back in the olden days, you dummy. (laughs) Seriously, people who say that are not real fans of the history of baseball. They have no clue on the history of baseball. And they really need to do their research. Like, seriously. I mean, seriously. People have been cheating as far back as the beginning of baseball or finding some competitive way of cheating baseball. And Evan Drell just writing the stupid book. Like, ain't even stuff we already know about this whole sign-stealing stuff. Like, he's just, the, what he's doing right now, he's opening up old wounds that do not need to be reopened again. Like, seriously, just shut up, Jarell. Like, just go away, please. Please, I will never read that Dweeb's book. I'm sorry. i just just, good lord. And the sad thing is, this guy used to be a, a media member in Boston. And apparently, he basically just jumped ship and went to the national media in a way. What a little traitor. Get out here. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, All right, let's talk about the Super Bowl reaction. I mean, congratulations to Kansas City Chiefs, even though I kind of don't. I, that's what I mean. I was more of, hey, the Patriots aren't in it. I mean, we don't know if they're going to. When they'll ever win again in a way, I mean, seriously, I mean, in a way I was happy to see like six Super Bowl rings, but anyway, I mean, it was kind of nice to just kind of see maybe somebody, um, I mean, not have to worry about the result. I mean, just watch a good football game. I mean, I don't really care who wins, may the better team win. And Kansas city won apparently in a kind of really close game up until the end. Yeah. i it was kind of a back and forth kind of game and they won on a kind of like field goal at the end. Yeah. Although I did hear something that there is a script. Yeah, so actually they kind of like, I think the NFL kind of made it so maybe Kansas City kind of won because they kind of want to do the whole hype Patrick Mahomes as kind of like the next Tom Brady in a way. I don't know. I eh, I mean, this is where we're kind of diving too big in conspiracy theories. I don't know. I feel like both teams were pretty good. And I would have been okay whoever won the damn thing, even though that Philly, fan, oh, Philly fans kind of do irk me in the wrong way. And I'm not really a big Kansas City fan in a way. It's just, yeah, there was some beef up, like with Cam- I think Patrick Mahomes' brother is a little dweeb. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I'm already kind of thinking of getting rid of the TikTok because of someone like him. <laughs> really? And his wife is obnoxious. <laughs> Seeing the videos of her, I thought, okay, what is going through Patrick Mahomes' head right now? He's probably thinking, oh, my Lord, I need to have a talk with my wife. <laughs> About to say, honey, please, please. <laughs> About to say, this year, I haven't heard a peep of of those two. At least Mahomes and his, or uh, Jackson Mahomes or his brother and his wife. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I, did they have a talk? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but congratulations glad- to Kansas City. I mean, I, I know some Kansas City uh, Chiefs fans, and they're, they are really the nicest people in the world, and I'm kind of happy to see, see them see another Super Bowl title and stuff like that, especially in their lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. yeah. Although the Red Sox did have a, a Super Bowl party, down in, uh, I believe, either Puerto Rico or Fort Myers. I'm not really sure. I, I did see that it was at Alex Corris house, so probably in Puerto Rico. But, yeah, Yoshida was there. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Um, get into some American football in a way. Trevor Story, although, and I did see that he is now out of the sl- sling. So maybe he might be working his way back. of Yeah, best case scenario, maybe working his ba- way back of actually getting back into the line or into the roster maybe well maybe not for opening day but you know i mean he's getting close i mean seriously i mean yeah, yeah. everybody was there yeah it was kind of like yeah yeah so yeah. all right um one more I right, one and this is a couple more um so we do have an announcement for a kind of limited segment we're planning on doing um uh, moving on for the next couple of episodes so i'm gonna start a uh Old time Red Sox roster or team. And I'm gonna break it down into positions. So like next week it will be like starting pitchers, then next week relief pitchers, catchers, then following week, you get you get what I mean. Like basically position by position in a way. Yeah. I got a lot of heat on TikTok for uh at least the the last part, like the or the top five of our top 25. As I had um Manuel Ramirez, Mookie Betts, Pedroia, Pedro, and David Ortiz. Somebody commented in the comment section say, What, no Ted Williams or Jimmy Fox? <laughs> what a dumb list. I, I, he didn't say it was a dumb list, but he's probably thinking, What a dumb list. <laughs> well, if you read the actual caption of that post and see, oh, this is the re- t- top Red Sox players of this guy's lifetime. And I mentioned in the comments section, too, to them, like, I was born in 1992, buddy. I was not alive to see Ted Williams or Jimmy Fox play, you dummy. <laughs> you big dummy. I shouldn't say that to our fans, but still, I mean, seriously, I don't even think he's actually a fan. I think this is a, a troll that saw our actual... Post and just say, Oh, I'm gonna comment it just to be a complete asshole. (laughs) Dude, if you really aren't an actual fan and really want to contribute, please get off my comment section. That's the bad thing about social media. I feel like it would be an actual great place if you didn't have the comment section. That's the bad thing about social media. Just the comment section of that. Yeah, it's just oh my lord. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, going back to that. Yes, I would put Ted Williams if this was the all-time top twenty-five Red Sox of all time. So Red Sox going back as far as the inaugural season of nineteen oh one. So it's like twenty twenty-two. What an idiot! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Please read the read the actual read the actual like uh, depiction or basically um. Or something like that. Description of the post before you start commenting on stuff, you dummy. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's just, that just irks me the wrong way. Yeah. As if we would leave someone like Ted Wood. I mean, that's what I mean. Ted Williams was done playing baseball. Like, he was a very old man the time I was born. Or, like, turned seven. I mean, seriously. He was 80-something years old. He wasn't playing baseball at the time. What? <laughs> Jimmy Fox I think he might have passed by this time. I could be wrong, hold on, Jimmy Fox. Yeah, Jimmy Fox He might have been... I don't know just... <sighs> it's just... yeah. yeah, he was dead by 1967. That was three decades before I showed up. Read the caption before you comment, idiot. Sorry to go on rant, but that just, I don't know. I, I have no time for trolls on our social media. I, I just don't. Seriously. And I will say this too. If you're a troll and you comment something like that, you will get an automatic block from me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm going to say this now. You will get an automatic block. <laughs> like you will get blocked from this page. And I'm sorry if you that hurts your feelings, or, or it shows I'm soft. But you know what? It's just I just don't have time for that. Seriously. Yeah, I know Ted Williams. It should be on the top five, or at least maybe number one of Red Sox of all time. I do know that. But this is Red Sox. Red Sox I've seen play when I'm was alive, or when I or yeah during my lifetime. Yeah, these are Red Sox that are that I've seen play, Ted Williams was done playing baseball before I was born. And Jimmy Fox was done playing baseball too. In fact, he had passed by the time I was born. It's just, Oh my Lord. It's just, Oh my Lord. All right. Let's just move on. Or let's just, all right. So that's what I mean. We're doing a new segment uh, next week. Next week will be the starting pitcher. So basically like our, so basically here's what we'll do. Like I'll explain later like in the next episode but we'll like have like like maybe 10 starting pitchers 10 relief pitchers and then like just 10 like kind of like a make a depth chart and like of like who we feel like should be at position by position and this will be every red sock or at least every red sock from with well, the first season 1901 to 2022 yeah will be all available for or eligible for this list or roster so yes, we will put Ted Williams and we will put Jimmy Fox on this roster. So shut up, whoever commented on that. Just, oh. What? No Ted Williams? No Jimmy Fox? <laughs> Idiot! Oh my lord! Oh, shut the fuck up! <laughs> just give my take and opinion. Well, keep your take and opinion to yourself, please. All right. Yeah, sorry. It's just... Oh, my God. All right. Man. All right. Anyway, all right. So wrap it up with really good news. Really good news. All right. So I kind of had to wait to say something to this until we... Until my sister and my brother-in-law had to say something to uh, our family member or extended family members. So, like, my grandmothers, my cousins, my aunts and uncles and stuff like that on both sides of the family. The O'Shea's and the Hohulans. So... We got some news, some very happy news. Katie and Ryan are expecting. So kid three is coming. So another little Mm -hmm. next or little kin is coming. Yeah. As kin as in like, yeah, niece and nephew kind of way. Yeah. So kind of like family member in a way. Yeah. That's basically what a kin is. It's basically like someone family or in a way a family member. So although we did find out what the gender of the baby is. It's gonna be a little girl this time. Yeah. We found out like this week or a couple weeks ago or last week at weekend or so. So it's gonna be a little girl this time. Yeah. Her name's gonna be Flora. yeah, because that was originally gonna be like the first name of the firstborn daughter until yeah, Fox and Holland showed up. so yeah, they kind of put that name on hold. but now they get to use that name now. yeah. so Flora Tosher is coming. I believe, in August or so of 2023. Yeah. I am I I was kind of hoping for a niece this time. I was kind of hoping for a little niece. Yeah. And I think we need a niece right now because these two little boys, Fox and Holland, whew, man, they, I was about to say, especially at the, this weekend with Katie's birthday party and the Super Bowl party I had at my parents, I was at my parents' house. Who let them in to the room full of sugar, sweets, and goodies? Because at, somehow they must have got into that um, little room and they became like little wild men. Yes, they were just going, <laughs> Like, they were just all over the place. They were bouncing all over the place. Like, they were just little hectic little children. I love them, but still, man. Ooh, God. Yeah. Even... <laughs> so holland like he basically i heard like before he came over to uh, on sunday for the super bowl um he said he was saying like i'm gonna go to grandma's house and watch super bowl and eat num nums <laughs> num nums is basically food yeah yeah that's what he basically does yeah that's what he refers to food yeah yeah he basically took num nums out of the trash <laughs> yeah he, there was a bag of trash at his parents or a bag or a bag of chips in the trash and he basically just took them out and just started eating them and katie just thought that was just great like where'd you get those chips from holland They're num nums <laughs> you got them out of the trash what why <laughs> num nums yeah <laughs> like he, he holland would like basically go to um my parents uh pantry and start like taking food out like he just handed it like he just said here you go uncle Tommy." <laughs> Yeah, you see, basically just gives it to you like, oh, okay, yeah, thank you for giving me uh these pepper things. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Holland. Yeah, and basically just kind of like when he's not looking, at this basically just go take it back, <laughs> put it back, or at least show Katie and Mom, and like they just start balling. <laughs> Here you go, Uncle Tom. Here's these green peppers, whatever they are. Yeah, these like yeah, this jar of green or green vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they're cute little boys. Yeah. I love them, yeah. But have a little girl, like a little niece, that would actually kind of like, yeah, that would kind of like, yeah. 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 So, but it if it was going to be a boy again this time, it would be a Lori, as in Lori, as in Lawrence, Lawrence in a way. And you know the book Little Women, that's basically like where that character came from in a way. Or like, that was basically the kind of like the main, or the main male character in that book, um, Lori or Teddy in a, or nick who is played by Christian Bale in um <laughs> in the 1994 um film version of Little Women? They did do a or, or later version a couple of years ago in 2019 with like a Saoirse whatever Roland Ra- Ra- or whatever her name. I like that name. That actually might be a name for my firstborn daughter if I have one, Saoirse have a deal yeah actually yeah she is an irish actress she was born in new york to irish immigrant parents and then like they moved back to ireland and she basically just yeah spent her adult most of her life there and stuff like that but yeah sure sure that actually might be a good name emma watson's in it i think that flora poof or something i can't pronounce her name but yeah i mean yeah yeah that timothy dude yeah he's teddy in that yeah so yeah I know the the 1994, that's the more, yeah, more to because I've watched that more because that's kind of like our family's favorite version of that uh, story or the movie of that story is basically the 1994 version with Christian Vail, who's also Batman. Yes, <laughs> Batman, <laughs> which it takes place in Massachusetts, in Concord, Massachusetts. So they're probably, yeah, they might be Red Sox fans if the Red Sox were around in like the 1860s. Yeah, I was about to say professional baseball was not around. I mean, maybe 1869 maybe, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, this is like during the Civil War and stuff like that, and yeah. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Maybe semi-pro teams, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, all right, that's about it for news. All right. Yeah, sorry to go over a little rant at the end. I just thought I just do not like it when... People like that get in our conferences, like especially since this is my list. I mean, I will say, yes, if this was a Red Sox list of the old time top 25s, yes, Ted Williams will be on in the top five, maybe even number one. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, Dave Ortiz, I still would feel like Dave Ortiz would be number one, and then Ted Williams would be number two. I know the older generation will be pissed off about that because, but you know what, this is my name list, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, so Ted Williams would still be on list. He would be in the top five, or I know for sure the top 10, at least. And Jimmy Fox, he will also be on that list, too. I just, it's just, oh my Lord. I just read the caption on the post before you comment and say, oh, this is Red Sox of his lifetime. So since being born or in 1992, or at least being seven, mm-hmm. that's why we kind of said like, at least 1999 because that's when I turned seven and then there is kind of like a fear or kind of like a saying or something like kind of like a belief when you turn seven, you start gaining memory or like start having memories and stuff like that. That's when you start met or remembering stuff is back. Like when you're seven and stuff like that. So that's why I kind of said like maybe 1999, even though I was born in 1992, it's just oh my. lord yeah. That's why I was originally going to have Mo Vaughn on that list. But then I thought he was gone like after the 1998 or 1998 season. So, yeah, we kind of had to take him off the list. But he will he will be on our roster. I will say that he will be on our roster, all-time roster. And maybe like when we do a top 25 all-time Red Sox list, yes, he will be on that list too. Yeah. So Anybody wants to complain about that too? Yes. Just don't worry. We'll get it taken care of. All right. Just all right. All right. Let's call it. Night. Come on. Let's go watch Wright State baseball. Yeah. Let's go watch Wright State take on Hawaii. All right. Yeah. At like, which is literally like six o'clock or so over there. Yeah. It's so basically about to say, yeah, I was, I was going to text my coach. He's the, that's why we were like, like Wright State baseball is like, he's one of on the coaching staff. I think he's like the main assistant head coach there or at least the associate head coach for Wright State. So, yeah, so that's why we like Wright State baseball. I mean, yeah, nothing really personal to us. It's just more like we know somebody on the coaching staff in a way. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, he was like in Florida, and like he's like around. around, And um. so, yeah, I kind of like had like, yeah, so it's 7.23 their time. Yeah. I did wake up at like around like, seven o'clock in the morning. I was going to text him back out. I saw it was like three 30 there, three AM their time or three o'clock a.m. their time of five. Okay. Yeah. Don't wake the man up. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Anyway. All right. So let's go watch right state. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. for this opportunity to share and keep doing what I love. Subscribe, rate and review on Spotify and give us a five-star review if you can, because that will help us in this Spotify or in the podcast rankings. Um, wherever and stuff like Or it will be easier for people to find us more and stuff like that. And then follow the show on Twitter at red underscore charter. Follow the show on TikTok um, at so- or lowercase Sox, Illinois. Follow the show on Instagram, also or lowercase Sox, Illinois. And then follow the show or like the show on Facebook, the Red Sox Nation, the Illinois Charter. And then follow the show on Spotify. We'll see if we can try to get back on the Google or Apple. I don't know. I think we might, I don't know, we might be back on Google. But if you also want to check out uh, Anchor 2, I mean, we kind of do post those episodes. I looked like those episodes are on Anchor 2. Yeah, which is basically kind of like the production company that makes these podcasts too. Yeah. All right. With that being said, I believe that will about do it. All right. See you guys next week. Maybe for um, technically, well, at least we'll probably just go over like the Northeastern game. But that's not really nothing yeah. I mean, these spring training games, I really don't totally care at all. I mean, at this rate, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm just glad baseball is tactically back in a way. I mean, I'm not going to, like, be be overly mad or happy or whatever if, like, they win or lose in a way. It's just, like, just whatever. Yeah. I'm kind of more for, like, just the world baseball class in a way. All right. Let's, yeah, let's stop. Yeah, all right. Wrapping up. All right. See ya, Banyana.